Hello and welcome to Global Fleet Management Voices, a video series designed to spotlight key leaders in fleet management. Today I have the honour to interview Paul Hollick, who is the chair of the Association of Fleet Professionals, or the AFP, and also chair and uh, managing director of Lightfoot, a telematics company. My name is Ralph Morton, and I am the UK and European editor for Global Fleet Management. So welcome, Paul. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Ralph. It's always a pleasure. Good, good. So, Paul, the AFP has said that electrification and recession are the two key issues facing fleets in 2023. Perhaps you could just elaborate on that for us. Yeah, for sure. So um, I think over the particularly over the last couple of years, I think fleet electrification has probably been the key um, topic for fleet managers. Um, I think where we're talking about different powertrain vehicles, um, cars and LCVs and heavy trucks and specialist equipment, how to electrify the fleet based on the carbon objectives by the business themselves that most fleet managers are working for or because of EU pressures or just because of doing the right thing has probably been for a number of years the number one topic for all fleets. Um, and it's a challenging topic because where you've got cars, I mean, the benefiting kind regime in the UK has been beneficial for electrification on cars for sure. But then vans, grey fleet, specialist equipment, um, how to reimburse employees for home energy, um, how to work out what the right e-van is. There's still gaps in the market um, for vans, electric vans on pickups, four by fours. There's new entrants all the time. There's been availability issues. Um, there's been charging issues and how to make sure the vehicle has been charged effectively um, and right for the business. Uh, for vans, it's a work tool as well. So how to make sure that you're maximizing the time on the road rather than the downtime of a van. And a, and, a, and a heavy goods vehicle as well have been probably the key issues for most fleets. Um, I, was, I was speaking to some members this week um, that we've had on a, on a webinar for the AFP around the trouble with vans and the key issues that came out for that on electrification is really charging infrastructure and the quality of charging, whether it's at home, whether it's on the EV highway, where it's in the depot. It's probably the number one challenge. And I think for fleet managers, we're just not used to having to worry about charging things up there's been filling stations for so many centuries now that this challenge has a bit, been a real headache. And for the first time ever, effectively, there is the equivalent of a petrol pump outside in an employee's home as well to think about and how to use the, effectively the home charging infrastructure to charge vehicles up as well. So it's been a real headache for, for fleets for a number of years. And, you know, we've run a conference last year and the whole day was on fleet electrification. So it's still a big, big issue and something the business want to do. But I think what's happened particularly over the last four or five months is now that number one priority is starting to be joint number one with recession. Um, businesses are starting to cut costs, start to think about what to do with a recessionary environment. In the UK, there's less money in people's pockets to be able to pay for things and and. Uh, we're starting to see because of lack of availability, prices increasing at a rate of knots, um, particularly on leased assets. Um, so just some vehicles have been risen by 20, 30 percent in the last four or five months alone. 
which is going to put some real pressure on P&Ls for fleet managers in terms of keeping their costs under control. Um, and now the recession, I think, is just going to be able to bite because unfortunately, whether we like it or not for fleet managers, we tend to get a budget that's probably maybe 2 to 5% more than last year. Um, costs are increasing by 10%, 20% on a lot of things, even fuel and energy. And how on earth are we going to remain within our budgets as we're trying to deploy vehicles in the UK for business needs, business requirements? So I think now for us as fleet managers, we need to now think about recession environment, about how to think about reducing costs, trimming costs, better asset utilisation, um, better use of technology and new technologies that are coming into the market to be able to reduce costs of operating our fleets as well. And I think generally it's going to be a real challenge for fleet managers this year, this year in terms of adding value to their organisation. They're really going to be asked to rinse as many pounds out of their budget as they can and start to control costs as best they can while still having that balance of still needing to produce and provide an excellent fleet operational fleet and for a lot of cars obviously a perk benefit on cars as well to make sure that executives white collar employees can still get the vehicle that they expect um, which is going to be a real challenge i think sure uh, we might touch on on that in a minute um are the pressures the same, do you think, on, uh, on on fleets that are still retaining their ICE vehicles as they are on electrified fleets? Totally, totally. I think the pressure on fuel increasing at a rate of knots as well as electric is, is fundamental. I think a lot of businesses that I've, uh, fleet managers that I've been speaking to are looking to reduce, put in technologies that can reduce the running costs of vehicles, um, particularly the reduction in fuel. Because if they can reduce fuel, they can reduce carbon. Um, so um, the pressures are there. Interestingly, we're starting to see in the UK that the availability on diesel vans is probably worse than it is on electric vans, um, which for me is starting to maybe show that we're not seeing too many people convert as quickly as we'd like to electric vans and still sticking with diesels because they're worried about charging infrastructure, quality and quantity in the uk and operational needs so there's we still got this balance of yeah electric fleet electrification is still really important but actually we've still got a day job on the ice fleet and how to reduce costs on that um and that <laughs> we still got some members unfortunately that still believe that uh they're never going to put electric vehicles on fleet and they'll wait until 2030 when the bands kick in and we can't actually get new and then they'll even potentially move to used um which is dangerous but um and we've still got some fleets that are going to electrify their entire fleet in 2026 and just wait for a while as well so the pressures on costs are going to be really acute this year on everything on everything and actually i'm worried if i'm honest that that might slow down fleet electrification if costs become primary because whole life costs particularly with the cost of electric now are at that tipping point about whether to do it or not um so it might actually be cheaper in some instances from a whole life cost perspective to stick with diesels, which is a shame. Certainly, that's uh, that's an interesting uh, conundrum for for fleet managers. Uh, clearly, one of the issues throughout 2022 was the availability of vehicles. And I think you've really touched on this, Paul. Do you see um, vehicle availability impacting 2023 in quite the same way? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I do. I, I think we're all expecting 2023 to still be a hard year in terms of vehicle availability. I think the the market has moved, you know, in 20, 
pre-COVID, I think a lot of fleets, either in the UK or, or internationally, were probably having a single solus mark uh, policy or a dual or a tri-mark policy in terms of what manufacturer they were dealing with. Now, every single fleet is dealing with everybody they can get their hands on to try and get vehicles. Um, discounts don't kind of exist still um, as they used to. So that's put pressure on lease costs going up, obviously, because if you don't get your 15, 20, 25 percent discounts, that's straight onto the onto the lease. Um, so, you know, we've got new players in the marketplace. Uh, and I think that the 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 fashionable brands in 2019 that most people would move to now aren't so fashionable. And you're seeing new fleet, uh, well, fleet managers selecting brands like MG, Kia, Hyundai, Mitsubishi on a on a regular basis because particularly MG on the on the on the EV side because because of product availability and you can't just rely on one manufacturer to sort your availability issues out and it's and even now Tesla as well you know there's 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 ups and downs of availability almost on a monthly basis so you never really know who's got stock who hasn't got stock and it's almost like everybody trying to work out what checkout to get into to get get through and check out the quickest just to try and get their stock you know um so we're just in this mad world and it's going to continue whether we like it or not yeah until we probably get to this time next year and it starts to ease back a little bit more because everybody's got their manufacturing capabilities back post-covid back to what they were pre-covid right okay paul well thank you for that um finally perhaps you can explain how the afp helps its members uh, cope with all these uh, fleet issues and and perhaps at the end just explain how anybody might join the afp yeah of course thanks for that. um so the afp's got about just over a thousand members now um we are a uk fleet manager body but also for any fleet professionals so we do have a lot of memberships from lease co's accident management companies the rental sector um the emerging ev sector now as well of course so um, uh, effectively, we do lobbying, um, networking, and training for the fleet industry. Um, we work quite closely with the BVRLA, with the SMMT, um, to make sure that we align on key topics and issues. Um, Lobbying-wise, we've done a lot of lobbying on key topics for our members, primarily this year around reimbursement rates for electric vehicles, the AER, um, charge point. Uh, quality and quantity, um, curbside charging quantity in particular. Um, we've done a lot on BIK, uh, benefit in kind lobbying to make sure that we can still see those low BIK rates on EVs continuing, which we have been successful for now, to see them extending to 2028, which is a great result. Um, and I'm really pleased the government have done that. Um, but the, the key, difference, key differentiator, I think that we really, beyond the lobbying that we try and do is, is networking. Uh, being fleet managers is quite a difficult, sometimes lonely role. And to link everybody together is really important. And training, not just for training for current fleet uh, fleet managers, but also those new to the industry and giving them some professional qualifications to be able to use that wherever they are, wherever they go, that it becomes a de facto mark of a good quality fleet manager to go through our training sessions and get our training qualifications. So. Um, we, we do CPD as well, so uh, continual professional development as well on things like EV courses, EV course on cars, for a day EV course on vans, uh, conferences, lunches, all that type of stuff as well. So we're really, really active in the marketplace um, to try and make sure we bring fleet professionals together.
Sure. And, and and how does one go about joining the AFP? Um, so our website is theafp.co.uk. Um, there's uh, lots of details to be able to join up. Our membership for fleet operators starts at £99 a year. And then you're in. Uh, for those uh, businesses that are fleet service providers, membership starts at 299 And depending on what type of pack you want for fleet managers, there's an individual membership at £99. Um, and there's a, a membership for your whole team. At 299 for the year as well and then you then can enjoy the benefits of logging into the members area getting all the educational guides that we've got in the members area the networking opportunities you'd be able to be the ability to be able to tap into the webinars the training and everything else as well so it's well worth investigating the afp.co.uk if you do have some spare time that sounds terrific, Paul, and sounds really useful uh, resource for, for fleet managers everywhere. Look, unfortunately, Paul, we've uh, reached the end of our allotted time today, but thank you ever so much for joining us today, and thank you for the conversation. Pleasure, Ralph. Thanks for having me.